0: Welcome to installment number two of my monthly series, Exposing Finance Transformation Myths. Today's topic focuses on finance key performance indicators, or KPIs, which have captured a lot of attention recently by organizations of all shapes and sizes. Like you, every finance middle manager or director wants to be able to present an aesthetically pleasing one-page dashboard packed with attention-grabbing visuals like color-coded odometers to their executives and board of directors so that they can admire with signs of exasperation saying ooh and ah. You may have wowed them at the annual board meeting with your PowerPoint skills, but how were the metrics themselves actually received? Did anybody question why you selected the measures you did? Or how they relate back to the company's finance and accounting processes. My guess is probably none of the above. And that's the core motivation for this podcast. Let's start with a history lesson, shall we? KPIs date back to the 3rd century with the Chinese Wei Dynasty, when they rated family member performance by using the first known set of metrics. So KPIs aren't really all that new, They're just one of the latest shiny trends in business strategy and data visualization. However, this trend is one worth exploring in greater detail. For starters, you can perform an online search for finance KPIs and you'll find many sources quoting a different number of relevant metrics between 10 and 35. And that's just the first page of Google's algorithm. This will give you an idea Of where to start. However, the real challenge here is, how do I select those metrics that are most meaningful to my business? And most importantly, how do I know they get at the core of my finance processes? In several of my published articles, I mentioned the importance of the cash conversion cycle, or CCC, to optimize your company's financial health. This is by no means the only meaningful KPI, but it is one of the finance purists integral measures of success. The CFA Institute defines this metric as how many days does it take a company to pay for and generate cash from the sales of its inventory? Other industry experts refer to it as the net operating cycle. However you decide to name or define this metric, it is the cornerstone to gauge how your organization's core finance and accounting processes are performing. When we break down this formula into its three fragments, we understand it as day sales outstanding plus day's inventory outstanding minus day's payables outstanding. If you are looking for some examples of how each one is calculated, I suggest you check out my series of articles on LinkedIn called Finding the Hidden Foe. Each component of this formula is impacted by a core finance and accounting process. For example, your day sales outstanding translates directly to the pace of your cash collections department, which in turn represents your order-to-cash process. Similarly, your day's payables outstanding relates to how favorable you negotiate your vendor terms, which in turn represents the strength of your procure to pay process. And finally, your day's inventory outstanding relates to how quickly your inventory leaves the warehouse, which in turn impacts your record to report cycle as a part of the month end close. Master any or all three of these process areas and your cash conversion cycle will exponentially improve. A solid CCC means a solid balance sheet, and a solid balance sheet means keeping the CFO happy. What do all these connections have in common? They all are bound by the number three. This is not just a random occurrence. It is because a successful finance transformation program addresses these three key areas of the CCC. As I shared with you in my inaugural podcast, My company, FT2OM, has invented, full disclosure, patent still pending, the finance transformation triangle. Unsurprisingly, this is also bound by three sides to achieve this end. At this point, you might be left wondering, is cash conversion cycle the end-all be-all of KPIs? Of course not, but... In my opinion, it is the cornerstone metric that sets the foundation for the selection of other meaningful KPIs that supplement a holistic understanding of how your business is performing. I don't blame you for asking this question. Assuming one metric can explain away all of the factors that affect your company's financial health is a bold and risky hypothesis at best. So what else matters? Refer to my not yet patented finance transformation triangle for a subtle hint on what your next move should be. For example, if cost reduction is giving you the most heartburn, then you will want to focus your attention on spend related metrics. A few of my favorite lesser known KPIs include the following Gross burn. This is how much your business spends on operating expenses such as leases, taxes, administrative expenses, and so on. This metric is especially prevalent in startups and small to medium-sized businesses where margins on billable services and revenue are not particularly high. The next one is maverick spend. This is essentially the amount of money that is spent on vendors not using an authorized budget or pre-established purchase order. This is common among organizations where the procurement policy and spend leadership is not very strong. The higher this number is, the less control your finance team has over how the spend is allocated. The next one is total opportunity cost of outsourcing, or TCO. This is the difference between what you would pay to staff your finance operations teams in-house versus outsourcing to a shared services provider. The higher this number is, the greater the business case to your finance leadership to consider outsourcing a portion of the work. Note that nowhere in my selection of the above KPIs are what I call the old standbys. The old standbys represent terms like return on equity or the quick ratio, for example. It's not that these aren't important evaluation measures, but they mislead the lay consumer that the balance sheet is as if it is a purest financial document that cannot be influenced or impacted by the efficiency, or lack thereof, of finance operations. The fact is, many companies today are not even publicly traded. Therefore, the old standbys are not as relevant when shareholders, or investment analysts for that matter, are making a buy or sell decision. I prefer to show you the grassroots approach to remediate your organization's financial health from the ground up. By no means is this short overview intended to be an exhaustive list of metrics for your individual organization's needs, but it's meant to be more of an exploratory conversation into understanding more unconventional ways of creating your own financial health scorecard. FT2OM does provide KPI evaluation advisory services to not only diagnose your current situation, but also to recommend a set of metrics that will bring both visibility and accountability back to the areas of your business that need it the most. Please reach out to me, Anthony Perosi, at FT2OM.com, and that's O as an Oscar. Or email me at Anthony Perosi, spelled A N T H O N Y P E R R O Z Z I, at ft, the number two, om.com to schedule a free consultation to see how we can partner together to boost your metrics.